Thank you so much for checking out the Christian Church of Clarendon Hills podcast. We hope that you enjoyed today's sermon. We invite you to stop by www.cccch.org to find out more about our church and to make plans to visit us on a Sunday morning. Well, happy Mother's Day, moms. You know, before I take off my mask, I I need you to back off at at least six feet, please. So if if you can just back away from the television, please. I'll I'll take off my mask. Okay, are you ready? Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, I think we're safe now. Okay, good, 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 good. Well, wasn't that video appropriate? You know, as we think of our moms and all that they've done, And the sacrifices they made, the time that they have spent, we could count up all day long. (laughs) And for such little pay, moms, you're awesome. Happy Mother's Day. Feliz Dia de las Madres. Madres, sabemos que este año solamente se celebra un día, pero no se preocupe. El año que viene van a tener sus dos días. No se preocupe. For those of you who don't know, uh, Hispanic mothers have a privilege in the United States of sometimes celebrating two days because May 10th is always Mother's Day and it's not always the second Sunday of every month. So this year they only get one day. So next year they'll get their two days. Thank you for letting me do that. You know, as I consider moms, I can't help but to go to Philippians chapter 2 beginning at verse 3 and 4. And this isn't the passage we'll preach from, but this really is a wonderful example of our moms. Let me read a part of it to you. Philippians chapter 2, verse 3 and 4. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interest, but each of you to the interests of others. In this passage, it's so neat because it says that Christ, being God, humbled himself and served. I can't help but to think of our mothers in such a humble way because they are moms and they do have power. We know that. But yet they serve so diligently. They display the attributes of Jesus Christ. Well, today, we not only celebrate moms, but we celebrate women everywhere in the world. And like Pastor Kyle said, what a wonderful, wonderful thing God did in creating women. The completion of his representation. And we can go through history and talk about all of the amazing women that God has used. But today, I want to focus on one specific woman who was a very humble woman, was A mighty servant, though. Her name is Deborah. You will find the story of Deborah in the book of Judges. So if you want to get your Bibles out, we're going to go to Judges chapter 4. Now, we don't have time to read through the whole story, but we'll make some references in chapter 4 and maybe even chapter 5. Now, as you're turning there, please know that here at the Christian Church of Clarendon Hills, We teach from the Bible every week because we believe that God has primarily spoken to us through his word, the Bible. Not only do we believe the Bible is true, we 
believe that it's applicable for us today. We can use it in our lives personally today. Judges chapter 4. Now, 4 is the historical account of what happened. And then in Judges chapter 5 is pretty much the exact same thing, only as a poem, as a song. And in this story, there's two main characters Really, uh, Deborah and Barak, there's a few others, but Deborah and Barak are the main characters, and they sing a song of celebration in chapter 5. Now, as we study the situation and what was going on at the time, I have to tell you a little bit about Barak. Now, Barak was a mighty warrior, but because of the circumstances, because of the time, things were not good for the nation of Israel. The nation of Israel was at their lull. They were being abused by Jabin, a king of the Canaanite kingdom. And and Jabin had a warrior by the name of Sisera. Now, what's sad is that the nation of Israel had the power to call on God to get them out of their situation. But instead, they allowed this warrior named Sisera to take advantage of them, to abuse them. They were helpless in their mind. And as the pattern for the nation of Israel, they they would worship God for a period of time, and then they would abandon him and be at a very low place, discouraged, having no motivation to stand up for themselves, letting the situation that they were in control every aspect of them. And now... This warrior Sisera is abusing them. You see, Sisera had at his disposal 900 chariots. And the the thing about these fierce war machines was that they were seriously destructive. They were pulled by several horses, and each chariot carried a driver and four charioteers or archers. Now there were pockets on the sides of the chariots. They were loaded extra bows and hundreds of arrows. Now get this. On the wheels were these seriously sharp blades where any foot soldier better stay out of the way because they would chop them up. So Sarah was a very fierce warrior. And we can understand why the nation of Israel was so intimidated, was so afraid now, Sisera tortured the nation of Israel for 20 years. Folks, 20 years the nation of Israel allowed this individual to torture them. When they had the mighty God at their call any time. Then out of nowhere comes this humble woman, this mighty servant, And she begins to lead the nation of Israel. She's a judge and a prophet. Now let's go to Judges chapter 4. Let's start at verse 4. We'll go to 10. Judges 4. For the seventh book in the Old Testament, if you're looking for it. Judges chapter 4. Verse 4 through 10. Now Deborah, a prophet... The wife of Lapidoth was leading 
Israel at that time. She held court under the palm of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the hill country of Ephraim. And the Israelites went up to her to have their disputes decided. She sent for Barak, son of Abinoam, from Kedesh in Naphtali, and said to him, The Lord, the God of Israel, commands you, go take with you 10,000 men of Naphtali and Zebulun and lead them up to Mount Tabor. I will lead Sisera, the commander of Jabin's army, with his chariots and his troops to the Kishon River and give him into your hands. Now, Deborah has been hearing God's word and here is this phenomenal warrior named Barak who has been trained to be a warrior but has been so discouraged, so intimidated, so lacking of motivation that he would not stand up in the circumstance and situation that he was in. And Deborah said, Barak, it's time to get to work. It's time to get up and let's go. Now, he should have been ready and Even if he was training, for some reason he was afraid to use his training. But God used this humble woman, this mighty servant, to motivate this warrior to do what he was created to do. Now, Barak said, all right, I'm ready. If you're telling me I can go. And, And see, what's cool about this is that Deborah tells Barak right here in verse 8. Now, Barak says to her, if you go with me, I will go. But if you don't go with me, I won't go. <laughs> Barak has already been told, God will lead you into victory. You've got this, Barak. This is yours. In fact, I'm giving you the trophy. Go run the race. Deborah believed that he could do it. <laughs> kind of reminds us of our moms, doesn't it? They believed in us when we probably didn't believe in ourselves. And, and Barak said, okay, I'll go. But if you go with me, that's the only way I'm going to go. If you go with me. Otherwise, I'm not going. <laughs> Certainly, I will go with you, says Deborah. But because of the course you are taking, the honor will not be yours For the Lord will deliver Sisera into the hands of a woman. So Deborah went with Barak to Kadesh. There Barak summoned Zebulun and Naphtali, and 10,000 men went up under his command. Deborah also went up with him. For some reason, Deborah seemed to not be intimidated, seemed to not be afraid. Her confidence was very strong. God certainly used Deborah to get Barak motivated to do what the Lord desired to do of him. Now keep in mind, this is a trained warrior. And he's been called to take on this feared military leader. So there's a reason for him to be afraid. But Deborah tells him that the battle is already his. And She motivated this man out of his lull, out of his low self-esteem or whatever he was dealing with at the time where he refused to do what he was supposed to do. 
he was told that God would give Sisera into his hands. The battle is yours, Barak. It's all yours. How many times did our own mothers motivate us in the same way? <laughs> when we didn't think we could do it. When we thought it was too impossible. I know many of you probably have plenty of memories when you were down. And here comes your mom cheering you on when you didn't feel like you could do it. She may have believed more in you than you believed in yourself. You would think that since Barak was a highly trained warrior, he would relish the idea of using his amazing skills as a warrior, wouldn't he? It's like the athlete who's been sitting on the bench just waiting for the coach to put him in. I think of John Fogarty's song, Center Field. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play today. Come on, I'm ready. What is it about our mothers that motivate us? Okay, okay, I think I can do it. I got this, I got this. Deborah motivated Barak in such an amazing way. What a mighty servant of God. A humble woman motivates this man to do what he was created to do. Intimidated? Yes. But here, he was encouraged and motivated by a, an amazing, amazing woman. And of course, you know part of the story here. And I have to confess, confess that for many years, I've been pretty hard on Barak. But after years of serving the Lord, I, I, I realized that many of us oftentimes can get exhausted. We get tired. And I relate to Barak a lot in saying, I just got nothing left. But when God puts that someone special, that, that amazing woman in our life to accomplish what he desires, it's easier to do it with some encouragement. I think of my joy. God has placed in another, another amazing woman in my life. My joy has motivated me more times than you can possibly imagine when I don't even want to get up sometimes. I don't want to do what I'm supposed to do. She says, get up and go. I have amazing women in my life and I praise God for those women that God has put in my life. They've been instrumental in helping me be what I am today. Now, in this situation, let's go back to Barak. He had several options here, right? He could refuse to go to war against Sisera and say, hey, the situation is a little difficult. I'm going back to bed. Thanks, Deborah, but get somebody else to do that job. I, I, I'm done. I, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. He could have just said, absolutely no, not going to do it. Now, the other option is he could have just taken action right away and do the job and say, okay, I got this. Get out of the way. I'm going to be the hero. Everybody's going to know how amazing I am. But he doesn't do that. He says, I'll go. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'll go. But I'll need some help. I'll need some encouragement from you, Deborah, all the way. You know, it's okay. Many of us, we need help. We need encouragement. <laughs> and many of us take our moms everywhere we go, don't we? Not physically, you know what I mean. Mentally, we think of those times when our mom lifted us up and how many moms pray for their children their whole lives, commit to always, always encouraging and praying and lifting up their children. Can't wait to get to heaven and see 
how many behind the scenes moms there were helping some of the most amazing men, helping their children become what they were created to become. And Barak knew he couldn't go at it alone, so he called on Deborah to be with him, to help him. Nothing wrong with calling on mom, folks. <laughs> She'll be there. She'll pick up when you call. Whether you're calling for problems that you're having that seem impossible, or whether you're just calling to talk, moms always, always love when their children call. And how many times has your mom lifted you up that you just need to just say, I remember that one time, mom. You know, as we think about moms, I, I, I think about maybe other women in your life whom God has used. And we just need to spend some time today saying thank you. Thank you so much for helping me become what I am today. It doesn't seem to bother Barak that Deborah tells him that the honor for the capture of the greatest warrior of the time would go to a woman and not to him. And after, even after Deborah told him that, Barak could have said, okay, I got this. You know, you're right. I don't want any glory to go to anything else, anyone else but me. And I can't tell you that there's been times when I didn't give my mom enough credit. And I know that you're probably in the same place where maybe you haven't thanked her enough. Maybe you took too much credit. Well, Barak and his men basically stood and they watched God take Sisera and his chariots down at the Kishon River, just like they said. And all of Sisera's men were struck down and then Sisera takes off on foot. He tries to find refuge in a tent of a man by the name of Heber, who was a Kenite. Now, Heber's wife, Jael, there's another woman right there who made a very wise decision. She welcomes Sisera, makes him think that there was still some alliance between them. And she helps him fall asleep and drives a tent stake through his temple. She goes out to let Barak know that Sisera is dead. Jael, of course, gets the honor for defeating the greatest warrior of the time. She made a wise decision. We read about Barak and Deborah celebrating together by singing a song in chapter 5. He gives her the credit that was due her. They celebrate the victory together. Nothing wrong with celebrating with the person who motivated you to become what you are today. Giving them the right credit. I certainly have much more appreciation for Barak than I did before. You see, he didn't take all the credit. He didn't take all the glory. He didn't deny the fact that he didn't do this alone. I don't think any of us are self-made people. I think many of us have had some amazing women in our lives that helped us to be who we are today. And we're not the heroes, really. I think those people that help us to do the best are our heroes. What does this all mean for us today, honestly? Can you relate to Barak? 
Maybe there's some tough times that you can think of that you've gone through that your mom, your wife, your sister, your daughter, your aunt, some amazing woman has helped you out of that circumstance, out of that situation. Or maybe as you read this story, you can relate to Deborah. As a mother, you've been through times where you've helped your children. You've helped your loved ones. You've built them up. Thank you for that. You see, many times we are like the nation of Israel where we stay in torture, stay in pain, stay in disappointment because we just don't have the motivation to get ourselves out of it. Think about this Deborah, this amazing leader, this prophet, this judge, that she was willing to stand up in one of the most difficult times that the nation of Israel had crossed. She didn't take all matters into her hands. She motivated people to be better, to do what they were created to do. Oh, how many times many of us have had women like Deborah in our lives who motivated us to great things. And they weren't in it for the accolades or the money. (laughs) How many times has mom been there to motivate us to get going even when we didn't want to or didn't think it was possible. I must share with you about my mom. Evangelina, Eva, I can guarantee you She's sitting in front of a television right now, probably watching this. Right, Mom? ¿Qué pasó? ¿Cómo está? It's taken me many years to appreciate how amazing of a woman my mom is. Wish I had the, the time to tell you of the strength that she had in bringing us into the United States. I wish I could tell you of all the hurt and pain that she's gone through to make us who we are today five kids all very successful in their fields I can tell you that she suffered tremendously to give us an opportunity to succeed here in the United States and I can tell you that if it wasn't for my mom I wouldn't be one of your pastors here today. You see, I knew that God had called me into ministry when I was 15. And for a period of time, I was very excited to serve God, to do what he called me to do. And I don't know what happened, but I fell into a lull. And I remember thinking in my mind, I don't have to go to Bible college. I don't have to. And I was going to buy a beautiful blue Chevelle. I remember telling mom, I'm going to buy Ruben's car, mom. And I had saved up enough money to pay for the first year of college at least. And, and, and mom said in a Mexican mom way, no. 
Now, I got to tell you, when a Mexican mom says no, she means no. Needless to say, I've never owned a Chevelle. But I do have my Bible college degree, and I get the privilege of serving here at this wonderful church and in many and several other churches that God has allowed me to serve. Thank you, Mom. It's because of you that I am who I am today in many ways. I'm sorry if I haven't said thank you enough. You know, uh, in this, the middle of this crazy pandemic, there are still some great tools you can use to reach out to your mom. Maybe, maybe you can say, Mom, thank you for what you've done in my life. You know, I want to also mention that this may be hard for you today. It's maybe not as pleasant. And we celebrate you as a woman. Know that God created you specially. And if you struggled with infertility, Joy and I understand that pain and we know how hard it is. God is still faithful. He will still encourage you. And I know some of you only have wonderful memories of your parents and they're not here with you anymore, but stick to those memories. It's okay to thank God for your mom today, even if she's in heaven now. And even my brother-in-law who lost his mom last week. Bro, I'm thinking of you, bud. God created woman and he was very well pleased as he represented himself fully in creating man and woman. Thank you, mom. Thank you, women. We hope that you've enjoyed today's sermon. Please check us out at www.cccch.org and plan a visit for next Sunday. We would love to see you.